Hello and welcome to the College Football Show. I'm Nick Roby, once again with uh, Barrett Black. How's it going? Hey, doing well. And yourself? I'm doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Dressed You're... up this week. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was good. A little Halloween action yeah. this week. You know, you gotta you gotta go with the flow a little bit. Definitely. So we Definitely. got. Um, I'm going a little Harry Potter. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So yeah. I thought I would go with that represent Hufflepuff. That's my. That's my house, and so you got to do the glasses, too. Yeah, I love it, man. Um, I love some Harry Potter as well. Uh, I'm actually a pumpkin farmer because my little six-month-old daughter has a pumpkin outfit, and so um, I'm dressing up as a pumpkin farmer, and I carry her around like my prized pumpkin. That cuteness factor is on a whole nother level. I mean, you can't she compete is, with that. She is, man. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real girl. So fun. Yeah, so we thought we'd just dress up a little this week. So excited and hope you enjoy Halloween festivities yes. this week, whether at home with family or just enjoying just an excuse just to dress up as your favorite person. Yeah. Um, big week this week. I mean, a lot, a lot went down, some that we were kind of expecting, and some of it... Uh, we were not at all expecting what was going to happen. You kind of had a feeling that some of these kind of things would happen, yeah. but you just didn't know when or how. And we got one of those in Oklahoma and Kansas State. What were your thoughts sure, on that? Man. Um, I was actually uh, watching different game at the time. Uh, I think I was watching Ohio State and Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my buddies just had, I mean, obviously as Alabama fans, we've, Followed Jalen Hurts pretty closely this year because we, we all love Jalen Hurts. One of my friends texts me and he is like, I cannot believe Oklahoma is getting shellacked right now. I mean, at the time, mm -hmm. they, hadn't, they hadn't started their comeback. They were down by 25 at one time in the third quarter. And so uh, I was like, wow, what is going on here? So I flipped it over to that game. Obviously, the Ohio State game by that time was way out of hand. Yeah, flipped it over to uh, the OU game. It was exciting. I mean, even though they were down by 25 at one point, they started mounting that comeback, and they were so close, man. Um, the thing is, their defense let them down big time this week. Yeah, that They could was... not stop that quarterback running the ball on the other side. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's what they were doing is Kansas State, like, they – they were that quarterback was just. I was really impressed with him. I forget his yeah. name, but I was really impressed with him because he was making the right decisions every yep. time. It was yep. one of those like the guys recovered, he would run up the middle. I was like, just get the first down, and it just felt like both teams. It was about which defense could get a stop, and neither of them could really get yep. it at the end for sure. But, um, uh, Kansas State had two hundred and thirteen rushing yards, and just watching football, college football over the years. If you give up over two hundred rushing yards, I mean, normally it's not a good situation for you. No, I mean, unless, I mean, the exception might be if you're playing like a Georgia Tech. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind a of team, maybe, maybe but, something different, but. But a, a normal spread offensive yeah. team, like that's not a not a good defensive no. showing. Not at all. But that comeback, these are two of the worst tackling teams. I mean, it was pitiful. There was one time where CeeDee Lamb caught a pass over the middle, and I mean, oh, yeah. he literally broke like. Five tackles effortlessly. Mm. Eff I mean, CeeDee Lamb is a great player, but it was so horrible. Granted, I'm not a college football player. I'm not saying I could make those tackles, but, I mean, these are, you know, high-end Division One college football players, and the tackling looks terrible. Yeah, there's it's pretty shocking. Yeah, there's a reason, I think, why people kind of, Say there's not really defense in the Big Twelve. They're just yeah. playing two hand touch because because of some of that tackling. Yeah, it's a little, 
a little suspect, but still, I mean, Kansas State to pull off that huge upset and to knock Oklahoma yep. off and knock the comeback too, because Oklahoma's, you know, they're steamrolling back. And the crazy part is with the end of the game, they they scored and they're trying the onside kick mm-hmm. and they think they'd get it. And then I thought they had it. I mean, I didn't see the replay at that time, but just at face value, you couldn't tell that it went off the Oklahoma player. Right. I was like, this is extremely exciting. Oklahoma's about to mount like a right. UCLA type comeback. And then that poor freshman wide receiver just yeah. it gets them on the nine and a half yard line. Yeah, it's, what can you do? Yeah. So Oklahoma goes down. Um, they fall to ten. So not out of it yet, but losing Losing to a Kansas State, yeah, really hurts. Yeah, um, Oklahoma is all but done. They're not. You can't say at this moment with huge games looming left in the season that they are for sure done. But they have put themselves squarely behind the Pac-12. If mm-hmm. Oregon or Utah, if either one of those wins out, and wins the Pac-12, OU is done. You know, even if they went out and um, and win the um, the Big Twelve. It for sure behind Oregon because Oregon's loss is to a great Auburn team right. uh, at the time. So, um, yeah, OU would be done in that sense. O- OU needs the Pac-12 to beat up on itself. Correct. We'd yeah. hope for a Clemson loss. Which is not going to happen. Probably not yeah. going to happen. But just something like that, yep. basically. And then like, I mean, you never know in college football, but that's that's kind of what they're saying. It's more of like a before. default. They went out, and it's like by default. Like, yeah. hey, they, lost, they just lost on the road. Yep. Um, so it kind of sucks for them because they're still a great team. Mm-hmm. Especially offensively. Yeah. Um, what about what did you think about the Michigan Notre Dame game? Yeah, I was honestly I mean, I picked Michigan. I and like we do like a college mm-hmm. spread picks and I was like, you know what, Michigan at home, um, I thought their defense was gonna play strong. And I don't know, I just went with it. Yeah. And I was not expecting that kind of a with a shellacking. Um yeah. for me honestly I think it's more of a testament about Notre Dame's lack of um, proficiency in offense versus like how good Michigan is. I think yeah. Michigan's a good team, but yeah. they're not 45 to 40. For sure. Better. No, they just controlled the ball. They controlled the ball and yeah. they played to their strengths finally. Yeah. And then Notre Dame was just stubborn and kept trying to throw the ball in yeah. like crazy wins, which was yeah. just not the, a good situation. The weather was atrocious. The whole weekend so was glad. really, it was really so glad that our game did not have that kind of weather because that's a, a lot miserable of, A lot of game. them did, yeah. Um, I would say Notre Dame's done. They uh, no chance for college football playoff for Notre Dame this year. No, Notre so Dame's out. There won't be any sure thirty-one out, yeah. nothings or thirty nothings, whatever it was last year with Clemson. Yeah. Anything else uh, surprising you? Um, anything else big surprising? Um, I think just surprising to see Wisconsin lay an egg mm. again. Um, and maybe it's just because, and, and Ohio State's good, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking away, I just, I guess, I'm, and I was, I would, I picked, was, I, I would think Ohio State is, is a better team. For sure. But, to be that much more dominant, mm-hmm. and I think it just goes to show too, is that when you have a dynamic running back, but you don't really have any kind of offensive game, yeah. the team, they can just load up on the box, and when you're just as good athletically, if not better, yeah. There's nothing, you know. There, you can just load eight guys in the box and say, yeah, "Beat us through the sure, air." And it's sure. and Jonathan Taylor, 52, 52 yards, maybe fifty three, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not looking good for his Heisman bid. Um, mm-hmm. Staying in the Big Ten, Minnesota 
dominating Maryland, which Ma- Maryland has been taken to the woodshed several times this year. Mm-hmm. But this isn't Wisconsin and Ohio State taking them to the woodshed. This is Minnesota taking yeah. them to the woodshed. Fifty-two to twenty. Uh, PJ Fleck is. I mean, to he's me, he must be a wonderful coach. Uh, to get Minnesota to 8-0. Mm-hmm. This is the first time since the 30s that Minnesota has been 8-0. Yeah, it's – it's. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for them because yeah. a school like that doesn't get as much notice, and yeah. they love football too. And for sure. It's just cool to see that. They're – they're. it's it's looking at that not this weekend, but the next weekend's going to be – it's the first time – why don't you say the first time in eight people history where you have two 8-0 matchups. Yeah. Of because uh, you got LSU and Alabama is obviously the big one. Yeah. Penn State, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. I think it's at Penn State. Yeah. No, but it's at Minnesota. Is Minnesota. Minnesota is really wanting game oh, that's day. That's right. They want game day there. Because yeah. game day has never been, I think, never been to Minnesota. Um, and so they're really like saying, hey, don't go to the Alabama LSU game. Come yeah. to this game. Which I don't know how game day really picks their game, but they're often at LSU and Alabama. I say go to Minnesota. Go to a place you haven't seen so that the nation can watch and see that atmosphere there. You know, I, we see Alabama LSU all the they're time. They're on at least once day. a year. Yeah. So um, let's see Minnesota. That I, I mean, that's coming from you. Yeah. But yeah. I think it'd be really fun. They're going to pick LSU Alabama. Yeah. I mean, it's just because it's too hard to pass up. It's sure. one versus two because you can talk about all these, like, one versus two matchups. But yeah. that's pretty cool. And yeah. it's from two teams that you wouldn't necessarily expect as much. Yeah. So what if – what if you have an undefeated Minnesota team playing Ohio State in, the, be, in, in, in the Big Ten Championship? I mean, that I still think Ohio State wins, but yeah, I I tell you, uh, people would be trying to poach uh, PJ Fleck for sure. But right? PJ Fleck would be getting a lot of calls, yeah, because he took that Western Michigan team, yeah, to to the New Year's Six Bowl, yeah. and then a couple years later, he's taking Minnesota. Minnesota. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a big name. I mean, I think he'll want to stay around, but. We'll so, um, what about letdowns for you? I mean, obviously, you mentioned uh, Wisconsin a little bit. Yeah, and we and we talked about some of the other ones I had on my list. And another one I had was just Texas of mm-hmm. just, um, you know, you can't declare that you're back against Georgia and then lose yeah. to TCU. I exactly. mean, it's just, you just you can't do it. Sam Ellinger, early season Heisman candidate, four interceptions. Uh, oh, that's a rough day. I think they're on the re- they're on the. The rise, yeah. and then they're coming. They're coming back. Um, for me, a team like a Texas is not back until they make the playoff. Yeah, I mean, at least at least some kind of showing like that. And it's yeah. like until you do or, that, you know, when, even if you didn't make the playoff, but you won the Big Twelve, then win the I Big Twelve, you know, beat Oklahoma and all these other things. I feel like otherwise, it's like teams like that in Notre Dame. It's like, are you really back? Yeah, um, that was probably a big one. And then Arizona State just kind of laying an egg a little bit. This week against UCLA, yeah, UCLA is not very good. No. Um, UCLA either looks terrible or they pull off these crazy wins with Trey Kelly. So yep. that's pretty much it. That what I had. Yeah, I said for me it was the fact that every Big Twelve team that was ranked lost. Mm-hmm. So the three Big Twelve teams that are ranked: Texas, OU, and Iowa State, mm-hmm. all lost. Um, that's just a, a bad weekend for the Big Twelve. Mm. Oh, also I did have one: the Coastal Division. Yeah, in general, ACC but, Coastal. Goodness. Nobody wants nobody wants to win. No. I don't even know. Miami I, gotta win. I don't I don't even know what Miami is. Yeah. They have they have no idea who they are. No. They have no idea. It's ridiculous. 
Virginia, like I think you were saying before, Virginia had lost like twice in a row. And yeah. Now they're, they're leading the They're coastal. still leading the Coastal. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, Pittsburgh, they'll do well. And they lose a home to Miami. Yeah. I have no idea. Why. It's going to be UNC. That, that's what's going to happen. I guess so. I guess so. UNC got lucky at the end of their game. They should not have beat Duke. Duke had first and goal in the mm-hmm. two. And David Cutcliffe, I have no idea what he was thinking with the play call. Uh, a jump pass from the halfback that the halfback threw directly into mm-hmm. uh, UNC defenders and it was easily picked off. So, goodness, Duke. Mm. But the big, yeah, the big game right now is Clemson. Clemson needs another ranked game. They need Wake Forest they to need Wake keep, Forest keep winning. To keep winning. Yep. And then have either them or Virginia be like a ranked team yep. at least. Because um, otherwise, it's. it's I mean, how would it be shocking if the coastal winner that Clemson plays in their ACC championship was not a ranked team? No, I mean last year it was Pittsburgh who was six and six. Oh wow! They won. They they won the coastal being six. And Shame six. on you, coastal. Shame they fin- on you. They finished seven and seven. We need a conference realignment in the ACC. Well, here's the thing: is it if it if it is Virginia. That means that a different team has won the Coastal for the past seven years. They've yeah. all won it in the past Come seven on, years. Virginia. So, Virginia, they, it, it's their time. Well, let's repeat it. Well, I mean, let's do it, Virginia. Let's do something new. But, I mean, usually you get some kind of ranked opponent yeah. if they make the division. But exactly. not in the Coastal. Not in the Coastal. <laughs> not in the Coastal. Uh, that's um, big stuff from the weekend. Um, what, were you, what were your thoughts on the rankings? I mean, the big one yeah. is, is LSU. So, LSU comes out number one. To be honest, as an Alabama fan – um, I'm fine with LSU being ranked number one. I think LSU has the best resume. They've played three top ten teams, and they've played well against mm-hmm. three top ten teams. It wasn't like they got lucky um, to win any of those games. They did what it took to win. And even though this game this past weekend was exciting, and Auburn still, um, even in the second half, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the second half, it looked like it could get away from Auburn pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Or maybe at the end of the first half when Bo Nix, throws a, a deep interception where Auburn maybe could have come away with some points there. Um, but LSU is doing what it takes to win, and they beat three top ten opponents, and I think they should be ranked number one. To me, um, the rankings right now will work themselves out. Alabama plays LSU in two weeks. If Alabama does what they need to do, then they will be ranked number one again. Mm-hmm. Same same with um, – other games on here, other teams on here. Clemson's ranked number four. I know Clemson fans are livid about it. There's plenty of argument for Clemson to be ranked ahead of uh, OSU or Alabama. Um, they all three have similar, I mean, uh, similar resumes. They've all three played one ranked team and handled them very easily. Um, their resumes are all kind of right there, but if Clemson does what they are going to do and wins out, they're going to be in the playoff. It's no problem. Alabama or LSU, whichever one of those loses, will be ranked behind Clemson. That It's going to work itself out. Clemson will be number three. Um, so I'm not as worried about those games. You know, um, There's nothing in the rankings where I'm like, wow, this is a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel, feel good about everything, and I know that – this stuff just going to work itself out. Number six, Florida plays number eight, UGA, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon, number seven, will eventually play number nine, Utah, again. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State, Penn State will play. Ohio State, Penn State will They're play. In the same yep. division, yeah. Uh, Minnesota will play Penn State this uh, here in a few weeks. Uh, Minnesota will play Wisconsin. Baylor will play Oklahoma. I mean, these things are going to work themselves out. Uh, and the only rankings that matter come out next week, next Tuesday. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, those are the big ones. I think as a Clemson fan, like that's realize what you hang your hat on is yep. what their the the playoff committee starts saying because the AP poll, it's nice, but that's the really the poll that matters sure. now. And what's the only thing that's concerning is with all this like national media attention yeah. with kind of bumping down Clemson, even though they haven't yeah. done anything. I mean, they won fifty nine. Seven. seven yeah had their best week against boston college yeah, like they, they took care of business yep. but like people don't think about that well um, i mean the media it just goes to show you that how the media can shape storylines that they want to uh alabama lsu one versus two that that's a storyline that the media wants to shape chase young for heisman has been the media darling of monday chase young had four sacks in the um wisconsin game mm-hmm. he has 13 and a half sacks on the year Five forced fumbles. That's pretty outstanding for a defensive player. But he hasn't really been mentioned in the national media at all until this past week's game where he had the four sacks and uh, two mm-hmm. tackles for loss. Yeah. Um, the media, if they want him to be in New York for the Heisman, they will get him there to New York in the Heisman. They sway voters all the time because out of the 700 Heisman voters, there aren't going to be a ton of scholarly people who are really watching games and seeing. I mean, granted, this this is coming from a guy who's wanting my player, Tua Tungvaloa, to, to win the Heisman. That would be great. But um, the media really shapes who they want to win the Heisman, in my no, opinion. No, they do. And because yeah. not all these guys can watch all these players, especially West Coast players. Yeah, for sure. Um, defensive players already have a hard enough time. Yeah, they have a, they have a um, really hard time. Chase is really good. Um, I don't know. I, I personally shout out Isaiah Simmons from – Clemson, I mm-hmm. think he's dominant, and people don't really talk about him yeah. in that way either. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be. I think LSU. We've talked about before LSU, Alabama, um, to his back, and Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. How both when, if one of them plays really dominantly, oh yeah, yeah they're going to sure. take the front. They'll, runner. they'll be the front runner. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing with the rankings of this week is we were talking about LSU's number one, but Alabama has the most first place votes at mm-hmm. twenty one. Mm-hmm. LSU and Ohio State both have seventeen, and Clemson's still getting. Seven. Mm-hmm. So I feels like it's a pretty yeah it's even pretty spread even out spread because yeah. most of the time it's like fifty votes for one and then a couple random exactly. votes for another. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, yeah. So it, it will kind of take place. I think the the thing that I was going to mention earlier that is a little concerning is if Alabama LSU it's a close game. Uh, say Alabama wins by a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU is me close. They've already had these big wins. I could see them ranking LSU like third and Clemson still fourth. Yeah, I even mean, with a I, loss. I think I think because of honestly Clemson's name, because of Clemson's name, that that wouldn't happen. Um, I think an undefeated Clemson, knowing that they've won two out of the mm-hmm. last three championships, the committee is not ballsy enough to move them or leave them at fourth and LSU third. Just just my opinion, especially. Um, and and feel like they can justify Ohio State uh, being ahead of LSU, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, th- that's the hard thing with these is you have to put somebody in some of these spaces. And honestly, I mean, LSU, you could really argue, has the best resume. But between, like you were saying, two through four, even with Penn State, it's like it's all about just how they've kind of looked. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's not really a loss between any of those that really stands them out. Yeah. They've all beaten, like, a probably a big ranked team and yeah. – They've beaten who they're supposed to beat. I think it just it will continue to filter itself out. But it will be really interesting to see what the playoff committee 
uh, says. I've got a little interesting stats. I want to see if you can guess and see who these top five teams are. See if I can find it. These are team offensive yards who lead the country right okay. now. I want to see if you can guess who's in the top five right now. Okay. So, who would you say is in the top five right now? Total, 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 off total offensive yards. Total offensive yards per game. Per game. Sorry, per game average. Total offensive yards this per is game. This is as of this past weekend. As of this past weekend. I think LSU was third as of this past weekend, so they're in the top five. LSU. LSU's, yeah, LSU's third. Um, let me see. Offensive yards. I'd have to say uh, Ohio State is probably top five. Not top five. They're seven. Not top five. Wow. They're seven. Um, no. Offensive yards. Is Oklahoma top five? Oklahoma's number one. Number one. Okay. Still number one. Yeah, Oklahoma. It's because their defense one. good as well, yards too. Let me see. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know who else. You don't know who else? Okay. Uh, I, I looked it up because I was just interested. Yeah. So Oklahoma's one, almost at six hundred yards a game. Okay. Well, um, UCF five sixty one. Yes. LS, UCF killed it this past week. Yeah. UCF, and again, if they don't have those two couple losses, we'd be talking about them yeah, more. Exactly. Um, LSU at five thirty six. Clemson. Five twenty-five. Yeah. Game number five. Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Wow. Five twenty-three. That's crazy. And then um, Alabama's eighth. Yeah. And then SMU is is tenth. Is interesting. But Wake Forest. Wow. I mean, Wake Forest's defense can't stop anybody either. Yeah. But I think to show like that that's been a really interesting matchup in a couple weeks yeah. for Clemson. But yeah, I looked at that. I was like, well, Wake up. Forest, Demon Dicks, but Oklahoma's still leading the country in offense. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. They have an excellent offense. Um, anything, so you went to the Clemson game this past weekend, mm -hmm. you got to celebrate some homecoming festivities, anything stick out from the game? I think it was just honestly the most complete game I've seen Clemson play. Yeah. Just start to finish, it felt like the team should look. Now, I mean, Texas A&M, we played well, but the offense, it still was like, there are a couple plays where I could mm -hmm. play, like, feels like we, we missed some throws. I mean, yeah. Lawrence looked dynamic i mean and maybe I could, I could point out one throw where i was a little bit iffy on the decision yeah but the rest of them he looked electric yeah, ETN, yeah. etn looked amazing oh, it was and, crazy here in the stats i think etn had only 12 carries but had like 109 yards so that's a very was, that's a very ETN busting game. off huge huge plays trevor lawrence was 16 for 19 um, with like a high 200 yards and uh -huh. three touchdowns. So Here, Here's a crazy stat, though, is that we had a senior receiver who doesn't get any attention. DeAndre Overton had three receptions, 119 yep. yards, three touchdowns. Yep. Like, That's a just balling out. That's and a big that, day. So I was happy for him. I, for sure. The, the team looked good, and we played the way – it was a big spread, but mm -hmm. played it away against a, a, a tough playing Boston College team. For sure. So I was impressed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, so got to watch the Alabama game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my nerves were going before the Alabama game started. Um, right, because you don't know you what have, you're going to get. You have Matt yeah. Jones. He's never had a start before. And you're just like, oh, man, what's he going to like? He looked terrible when he came in against Tennessee a week ago. But mm -hmm. I know that was kind of a tough spot to be in. But he came in, and the game plan was drawn up extremely well for him. Um, 18 of 22, uh, high 200 yards. I think he had three touchdown passes. Um, he did extremely well. Our defense, four interceptions, one return for a touchdown. So that was all promising. I mean, it was it was forty-one nothing at halftime. Um, the second half, it was like we were I don't know we were trying to 
figure some stuff out. We played Talia uh, Tungvalo to his little brother mm-hmm. um, for most of the second half. And, I mean, the coaches know what they're talking about. There's a reason Talia was not ready to go over Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a lot more shaped than mm. Talia Tungvaloa is. Yeah. And um, and that's fine. Mac did a great job. He's a great backup. Granted, we want Tua, obviously, um, to play against LSU, and it sounds like things are going really well for him. But, man, the injury bug is just trying to, to get after us still. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one of our best receivers go down with a shoulder contusion. Um, he was done. Like They pulled him out after he went down hard on the shoulder, put him in a sling and stuff. I've been like looking for updates all day on him. Devontae uh, Smith trying to figure out where does he stand. Najee Harris twists his ankle mm. um, early in the game. They pulled him out, set him on the bench. He, they said he was fine and could have easily come back in. But you're just like – Man, after last week with Tua's leg, please yeah. nobody else get hurt. Like we need everything we have um, yeah. to go against LSU. At one point, one of our freshman linebackers, like middle linebacker, is where Alabama is super hurt, and we had two middle linebackers go down uh, before the season starts, including our number one defensive player. So we have two freshmen starting, and one of them in, at one point in the game like starts holding his shoulder weird after a hit, and I'm just like, no, uh, injuries. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're having a bye week this week. Thank oh, that's, you. That's key. Um, we yeah. so need the bye week, and then we have LSU. So it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be nerve wracking. That's Absolutely I mean, that's honestly that's like the game of the year right now because it it just has so much planning implications. Yeah. There's so many things with it, obviously. But for us, I mean, it feels like the championship. Like it's our championship of the season because if you don't get this, if you don't win this game, it's almost like you're done. You know. So it feels like a big deal. Yeah, it's a big one. And then the East big one is this weekend. Yep. With Georgia, Florida, uh, the, the cocktail party, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. Not too many huge games this weekend. I think it's going to be one of the more boring weekends. But if you want to stay up late, I haven't looked at the times of these games actually, but um, two Pac 12 games Utah at Washington, playoff implications. Uh, Oregon at USC playoff implications. So, um, in theory, Utah and Oregon should both win those games, but they're road games against somewhat formidable opponents. I mean, mm-hmm. Washington isn't quite what we expected them to be this year, but um, yeah, could be some good games to watch. Yeah, those are good. Um, those are probably big ones. I had Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. It's just something to look at, just because. Yeah. To see if Notre Dame bounces back, but um, and just that feels like it could be like a, like a weird upset. Yeah. Like it might be like Notre Dame might be in trouble. Um, and another big one is where game day is. We got SMU and Memphis. Yeah. Uh, SMU's undefeated. Memphis gets into the the top twenty five. It'll it'll be fun to see Pony Express. That one is gonna be really interesting. So yeah. surprised to see that Memphis is getting six points in that game. Yeah, it's got to be the home team. I don't. Yeah. I'm a little surprised too, just because yeah. how dominant SMU has been. But they played a close game last week, so I, I'm gonna have to go with Florida, in the uh, Florida Georgia game. I, I feel like. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Georgia. I think I think Georgia. Yeah. They play with fire a lot, and I think after that USC game, um, where they lost on the overtime field goal, I think you know maybe they're gonna. Think, hey, we can't lose again this season. I think fire. I think Georgia plays with a little fire and, and can pull it out. Yeah, no, I like it. I like Florida's defense. Um, so we'll see. It's, I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it's gonna, me be, too. It's, it's gonna be very. The six is too. That's too much. Georgia has six points. Um, yeah. It's gonna be closer than that. It'll be like a field goal. 
We'll see, sure. man. I'd like to see another overtime game. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So, there you go. Fun week. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up. We got the big playoff committee coming up. So, well, as always, thanks, Barrett. Yeah. For joining great. in. Yeah. Great. A little Halloween special. So, thanks, guys, for listening. Um, we will see you next time. Yeah, thanks make sure listening. to brush your teeth after all that candy. After all that candy. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Dad. Have a good one. Bye.